Hey everyone, Tommy here, and this is Fighting Words. My friends got tired of hearing me talk about fights, so I did what everyone does. I started a podcast. But this week, I'm joined by my boy Anthony, aka Dad Bod Plays. How you doing, bro? I'm good. I like fighting. Punching (laughs) shit is awesome, and I like to watch two men pitted in Mortal Kombat inside an octagon. And I like to scream things like, are you not entertained? As I watch them and people look at me weird. I absolutely love it. I got to say, it is a miracle that it's taken 32 episodes to get you on here. Yeah, we've had a couple times where I'm like, yeah, I can do it. And then like, I would have a rough work night because I work graves. And I'd be like, hey, man, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I'm going to sleep all day. (laughs) Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, Anthony and I are co-hosts on dad's beards nerds a podcast where we talk about games and other shit but what's great about this is one this whole thing of dad's beards nerds like me joining in started because i came on a podcast talking about john jones <laughs> we're gonna talk about him later on too by the way <laughs> oh john jones oh so john it's going jones. full circle he's the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> well I don't know about that. He's part. like he's like a Christmas fruitcake. You know, like like you're going to get it but you don't want it. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> and also while he's on here, I want to take a second to also say that without him, without Anthony here, fighting words wouldn't have happened. Oh, I was that John Jones conversation was the first podcast I was ever on. Then I became a multi-time guest into dad's beards nerds worst kept secret of a co-host <laughs> and <laughs> now the whole like starting fighting words 32 episodes deep and just rolling with dad's beards nerds at the same time like i gotta say dude like without without you pushing me in that because even when i ran the idea of fighting words by you you were like yeah dude that's perfect you Mm -hmm. need to be doing this why aren't you doing this already oh yeah yeah when you were like oh i'm thinking about doing this i'm like we'll do it and you're like what i'm like do it (laughs) yeah i'm like i think i I sent you the template right i was like i'll send you the template for prime so you can kind of maybe like like base your template off that because i always tell people when they're going to start a podcast and i know we're getting away from actual like fighting but it's all good like like, templates man templates are going to be your best friend make a template and do a couple episodes on it you know tweak it here and there until you have your master template like we have now and and even then, yeah. we're, we're still tweaking our templates, like little spots here. It could be a little more streamlined here and there. But yeah, I was just like, do it. You're like, what? And I'm like, make the fucking podcast. We, look how easy it is on Anchor. Like, not the, not the fucking throw out an Anchor ad right now. But I was Go literally like, it. I literally threw out the Anchor ad. It was like, it's so easy. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> so ultimately, I just wanted to say thank you but for I that think, part. Thank you for, or you're welcome. And thank you for, for joining us on this journey. And, and I'm stoked that you were able to get fighting words out of it as well. You know, I'd have it no other way. <laughs> so let's just jump into this. Normally I'd say, let's start by breaking down some fights, but the damn California governor, Gavin Newsom snitched to Disney and they pulled the plug on UFC 249. Gavin fucked up. But, yeah, he did. Before I get your take on this, Anthony, because I know you have some insight on how Tachi Palace works, mm-hmm. let me just say, fuck you, Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Fuck you, sir. <laughs> yeah, that, so, that shit's wild. For anyone who doesn't know, UFC 249 was going to take place this Saturday at Tachi Palace, a Native American resort casino that Dana White kind of found a way to skirt the stay-at-home order from California. And he was like, this is legal. We're doing this. Yeah. Gavin Newsom was like, no, you're not. I'm calling Disney. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so like to kind of break it down a little bit, tribal, uh, so Touch Palace Hotel and Casino is like a lot of other Native American casinos in California. It's on uh, sovereign land. You know, it's on the reservation, uh, basically the, yeah. the, the land, the government, a lot of them once, uh, you know, a, a, a lot of tribes got situated where they got situated. That's a whole other story, too. But um, that's just a wild story. Just look it Once up. the white man took yeah, all the shit. It's <laughs> like the March of Tears and stuff. It's, it's pretty wild. Anyways. Trail of Tears. So, so a Native American casino and just a Native American, you know, government, like like the, the, the Tachiyukut tribe, the Miwex where I work currently, 
Um, they're federally federally regulated via the NIGC, which is the National Indian Indian Gaming Commission. So the federal government okay. has to go through the the federal government and the NIGC, whoever the reps are, meet, meet together and you know they figure out these regulations, and then that's who it technically regulates these tribes. It's not the state now. In order to have a casino in your particular state, yes, you still have to play nice with the state government. Yes, you do. And uh, oftentimes, uh, every tribe has something called a, a tribal compact. And that's basically mm -hmm. the literal agreement that agrees on everything for that casino between the state and the government. It's a lot of legalese, a lot of like lawyer talk. But when it comes down to it, the federal government is the only one who has the right to tell a, a tribal casino. And once again, this is via the NIGC. You can't do that. So yeah. Newsom going over Tachi, uh, the Tachiyukut uh, tribe's head and going straight to Disney, which is sort of a baller move, but also a bitch move at the same time. Um, oh, no, it's a bitch move. Well, well I mean, then you get into stipulation. Like, what did he tell Disney? Like, you want to open your park? You got to play nice. Man. I have a feeling that that's kind of what went down. Like, that's the only thing I can think of, which is wild, because you think that Disney would be like, we own everything. We'll fucking kill you. <laughs> like, we, we will have you killed. But yeah, so, so what, so then, yeah, UFC 249, um, gets canceled and everybody finds out they're going to have it at Tachi Palace. Well, Tachi Palace already has a fight series called the Tachi Palace fight series. Um, and okay. they're actually really legit. It's one of the, uh, the spots the UFC pulls from, um, for smaller fight cards have been a whole grip of fighters. Uh, when Nate Diaz fought there, that was his first fight was at the Tachi Palace. Fight oh, series. wow. Yeah. So, um, Tachi has a really legit fighting series and, uh, it's a good feeder series for the uh or, you know a good feeder program for the ufc um but yeah so he went over the he went over the the basically the tribe's head did that N not only was this going to be something monumentally insane for the tribe now granted what it, is this going to bring people all our casinos are closed so this wasn't going to bring any anybody into gamble but what this was yeah. going to do was this was going to get them on the map other than just being a california casino because they're so tachi palace is located in lamore california um it's one of the biggest casinos in California. It just happens to be right in the perfect spot between it's right smack dab in the middle of like Fresno, San Luis Obispo, Bakersfield, uh, like all these really big central Valley, like towns and cities. And a lot of people go there. They make a lot of money. They, they have a badass hotel. They have a huge casino. They're just, to be honest in the central Valley, they're probably the richest casino. Okay. And you can tell that just by their res too. Their res is insane. It's insanely big and, and it starts off where it's like one part of it, you know, you can see where like the old res was, you know, where like the, the older okay. double wise and stuff and it goes and just the houses just get, get progressively nicer. So that's probably why Dana White picked them. Exactly. Well, he probably picked them too because he already knows about the Tachi Palace, Tachi Palace fight series and he already knows True. that they have the infrastructure to just build it. Like they, they do, they use an octagon. <laughs> so like they, yeah. they could just literally use the octagon they have there even if it's not ufc regulation just put it out there put all the ufc shit on there like just basically do a skin swap you know like like we're gonna uh -huh. swap this skin for this skin so yeah it's gonna I, I really honestly think that this is gonna be a big huge hassle for the state of california now because willie barrios uh the general manager of tachi palace who was the general manager last time i was there but i'm pretty sure he still is now um i, I don't know that for a full fact though so if you want to, I'm not going to fact check I was going to say, so anybody listening, if you want to fact check it. But either way, uh, it, it's not a smart move because now this tribe can go to other tribes and be like, did you guys see what happened? Like, this would have been huge for us and this would have been huge for tribal gaming in general to be a more more legitimized, like, fight series at casinos. And Gavin Newsom, yep. you know, California basically stepped in and said no. Like, what do you guys want to do about this? So they could potentially really fuck shit up in the compact for California because, remember... The state government doesn't regulate uh, a tribal casino. It's a federal government in in uh, in conjunction with the NIGC. So they can literally go to the NIGC and be like, yo, we didn't like that. I mean, like all of us didn't like that. And we would like to look at our compact so that we, when the next edits and, and or, you know, revisions go to the compact or the next update of it. Yep. Uh, maybe California doesn't get a, 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 as good a cut as they were before now because of Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Um, and on the fight aspect of it, let me break some of that down. It's in California, obviously, but at Tachi Palace. Yeah. That means it's not regulated by the California Athletic Commission. It's either regulated by their tribe or the UFC, which some Native American tribes do have athletic commissions. 
Yeah. Bellator uses a athletic uh, – I forget which Native American tribe's athletic commission, but Bellator uses that as their standard. So it's not unheard of for that. Or it would have been self-regulated by the UFC. Because of that, the California State Athletic Commission would not have gotten a cut. The There would not have been California taxes on those paychecks. So California's losing money from those if the event were to have happened at Tachi Palace anyway. Because mm-hmm. the state of California can't tax on a land that's not theirs even though it's in their state. Yeah. So Gavin Newsom was probably already pissed about that. Then Dana White being Dana White, and let's face it, the man bought a damn island. He's got an eagle. <laughs> Fight Island, I love that I shit. Love it. I respect it. <laughs> I love it. Fight Island but is one of the best. <laughs> then Gavin Newsom was like, oh, you think that I'm not going to rat you out because you've got more big dick energy than me? Nah, let's just call Mickey Mouse real quick. Fuck you, Gavin Newsom. I wanted to see this fight. I was so excited about it. And now I'm devastated. Yeah, you know what? Like, I'm sure Disneyland wants to open. I'm sure they have a ton of employees that wanted to open. And I, I, sure. I have no, absolutely no doubts that that's what uh, Gavin Newsom like, used against him. Like, there's, there's no way that's not what he used. No, of course. Like, like basically, but went to I'm- Disney and was like, y'all want to open? Like, when do you guys want to yeah, open? Sure they leveraged oh, you want to open here? Well, I'm thinking two months from now. And they were like, what? And he's like, yeah, because I have that power. And it's like, come on. Like, isn't that Nancy Pelosi's like, nephew? Sort of isn't he Nancy Pelosi's nephew? I don't know, <laughs> honestly. I couldn't tell. Oh, you. my God. It's ridiculous, but though. It really is. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic, which has actually a little bit to do with Fight Island, like I just mentioned. Yeah. It looks like not only is Fight Island an option, mm-hmm. but Florida is an option for UFC events now. Okay. Which, oh my god, please let us have Fight Island, <clears throat> because that just sounds dope. Even if like everything is cleared up and they're able to do stuff in all the states, around the world, or whatever, just keep Fight Island. Mm-hmm. Just bring back the Ultimate Fighter, put them all in an island, make that shit survival style. Bro. I will watch it. I mean, like, uh, I don't know how I feel about survival. Like, like starving them? But no, but no, 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 legitimate... no, no, I just mean like, like on an yeah. island. Oh, I, I know. I'm with instead you. Instead of in like the tough man. I'm with you. Like, like put them just... on an island with like bungalows and shit. And they're training outside. Like you've got, you got the real potential for some fucking Jean-Claude like... Van Damme kickboxer montage type training. <laughs> like, I mean, even put them in houses and stuff, but there's so much they could do with fight island. But <laughs> the point of this is. The Florida governor has deemed WWE and other live sport events that are broadcasted internationally as essential business, bro. allowing them to hold closed events there. Who was it? Uh, what if it was the, a McMahon, bro? Yeah. The <laughs> WWE returned with a live episode Monday night. So that shows how fast they moved. Now, I think the UFC will hold events there. Yeah, definitely. But like I said, I'm hoping for Fight Island. Who was it? I, I saw someone post it. It was in a tweet. The article's in the tweet, but then it showed the person who helped to get it, like the legislation was their last name was McMahon. And the person was like, It might have been Linda. Yeah, McMahon, the person was like, Is wife. this any surprise? I mean, <laughs> Linda McMahon was one of Trump's advisors. I, so, I did not know that, and that's so fucking bonkers. You want to hear the irony? Give it, of it to me. She was his small business advisor. <laughs> The W, who was a WWE executive. That's Vince McMahon's wife? That yes, is so. Was the small business advisor oh God. for the United States. We're government. living in the best timeline right now. Like, I we're love living it. in the best timeline right now. It all, like, like all the pieces are coming together. And, and like, I finally, yeah. the, 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 the clouds have cleared and I see the promised land. And I'm not going to lie, it's full of <laughs> Trump Towers and a lot of people wrestling. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Anthony, yeah. the question of this is, do you think we're going to get fights on Fight Island, Florida, or maybe a little bit of both? I really hope we get Fight Island. I'm not going to lie. Like, Fight Island is Bro, some Bruce too. Lee, Game of Death 
like stuff right there to just break upon it. <laughs> I mean, what's next? Like, like get, listen, here's what you got to do. UFC, get a hold of one of those Saudi princes you guys know in Dubai and be like, yo, who wants to do fight Island? And I'll tell you what, when we don't have USC events, I don't know. Use it for whatever the hell you want. Hunt people. <laughs> pit pit men. Fighting words doesn't advocate yeah, for hunting pit, people. Pit, this pit is men fighting here. to the death. I don't care what you guys do. Just as long as we're there, we keep it. You know, we keep it above ground. What you guys do there when we're not doing it is fine. You get so, someone maybe fighting like eight tigers at once. I don't know, but Fight Island sounds amazing. And f- isn't Florida already Fight Island? <laughs> Kinda. You can fight Kinda. people. You can fight alligators. You can fight tigers. It's retired island. Let's face it. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot everybody that having Anthony on a podcast goes off the rails. Oh my god, fast. fight island be dope. I love it. I absolutely love it. I just do not advocate for for legal reasons. I cannot advocate. If anybody finds this. the website for Fight Island where the Dubai princes are doing their shady shit, please send me that link. <laughs> but so that also is just a natural segue into the yes. next part. This just got announced today, so I know you don't even okay. know this. So you're going to hear some surprise here. UFC's already planning to hold their next event, and it's looking like it's going to be May 9th. Dana White said he's targeting that day, and the locations will either be Tachi Palace, Fight Island, or anywhere that'll happen. Well, I don't think it's going to be Tachi Palace anymore. <laughs> Because, oh, because, well, it well might be. I mean, maybe he's gonna get a hold of Pelosi and be like, "I got a lot of money. Go fucking spank your nephew." <laughs> Who knows? He's gonna go wherever they'll have. He just said he likes Tachi Palace, hundred percent wants to return yeah. there and will return there. But here's the fight part: Are you ready to get hyped? Yes, for give this? it to me. Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje for the interim light. So they're just title. gonna use. The, are they basically just moving that same card over? Uh-uh. Okay. No. But but no. They're, dude, they're Ferguson Gagey is going to be pure violence, and I cannot fucking wait. Oh my god! Like, <clears throat> I need, I need deep down in my heart, Khabib versus. I mean, Tony. yes, but but Gagey Tony is is a, it's a good. It, this is a it's a good. Fight. Well, I would say it's a good consolation prize. I don't know if it's going to be a better fight because as we saw with with McGregor, uh, Khabib, like Khabib will step up to the occasion and knock out one of the greatest counter punchers in UFC history, or not knock out, but. Fucking well, lay him, lay him to the ground, which was wild, and nobody expected that. So we know Khabib is going to see Ferguson doing some wild shit, but I think realistically he grabs him and takes him down because he knows that Ferguson's fucking squirrely. See, I think that mm-hmm. I agree with you, but I also think that Tony is the most dangerous jiu-jitsu practitioner in the UFC, and he is very dangerous Those on lanky his back. arms. He's so like lanky that, that that's dangerous, man, especially for like wrestling and yeah, jiu-jitsu. And those elbows. Yeah. Those fucking elbows. It, it's going to be crazy if we get that fight. But in the meantime, we're looking at Ferguson versus Gaethje. Like, like all-American team violence yeah. here. And I'm about it. Yeah. Dude, it's good. <laughs> You've got the most violent, reckless man in the sport. And probably the weirdest guy Dude, in the sport. Tony Ferguson is legitimately insane. Like, legit. I don't think that's a character. I think he's legitimately insane. No, no, no. He's legit. This man is still cutting weight to make weight on Friday for a canceled He probably is like, just in case, just in case the Saudi princess come in and put a bag over my head. <laughs> no, he said because he's still training, he's just cutting weight. He's like, I'm going to do it. Screw it. I'm like, you're insane. Yeah. I respect it, but you're insane. His fight's insane. not till May 9th. Why would he cut yeah, weight? His fight was, because his fight was supposed Dude, to be I hope Eddie Saturday. Bravo is talking some sense to that man, because if he's going to cut weight and then do it again, it's going to take a total, that's Eddie gonna take Bravo. a toll on his body, man. Eddie Bravo talking sense into Wait, Eddie. When Bobby. it comes to to fighting, yes. When it comes to everything else, no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Tony, you can't come so, because the, the government's put a chip in your head. You got to wear this tinfoil hat. <laughs> oh man, I could go on and on about Eddie. Bravo, I love it. I love him, but I love him, but I love when he goes off on some. There's some tangents he goes off on. And you're just like, what? If we end up, if we end up just you and I on DBN on a prime, that's got to be a topic. I got to do. But <laughs> the co-main uh-huh. event is looking like Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz for the bantamweight title. Dominic Cruz? I love that fight. Dominic Cruz 
returning for the first time since losing to Cody Why Garbrandt. is he getting an immediate Almost title four years shot? ago. Dominic Cruz hasn't earned a title shot. Yeah, he's a past champion, but... <clears throat> he's also the greatest bantamweight of all time. I... <clears throat> I will never say Dominic Cruz doesn't deserve a title shot, especially because before he lost to Garbrandt, he was the champion. Uh, I I think Cejudo he, makes quick work of now, Cruz. Oh my God! There's no way he makes triple quick C work of Cruz. doesn't make quick work of single However C. However, that fight goes, it's going <laughs> to a triple C. Doesn't he, he makes quick work you. of single C? <laughs> I heard you. I appreciate that, <laughs> Lil DC. <laughs> there's. <laughs> oh god but yeah dominic cruz will come in and he'll make it a fight I if he's know. ready i don't think he wants i don't think his head's in the game anymore to be honest oh no <clears throat> his head's in the game i don't think his body is i don't know man he's been he's been living on 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 fucking cush island commentating events and eating all the cheetos and fritos that he wants i i don't I, I I don't see this being a challenge. You think this man hasn't been in I don't the think gym? This, this isn't Just a challenge. Going? For, this isn't a challenge for Henry Cejudo. Get out of here. Give him a. You know I want. You know who I want to see Henry Cejudo fight? A, a, a fucking tiger. Who? Put a tiger, and that's more of a challenge than Dominic Cruz ever will be. Dominic Cruz is like the equivalent of like throwing Henry Cejudo in there with like a Great Dane puppy. But the reason why it's Dominic Cruz is He's because the only one available. Jose Aldo can <laughs> yeah. Jose Aldo cannot get a visa to compete. He's the only one available? Brazil, yeah. Brazil literally will not let him lose. The, the UFC is like, listen, man, like, can you just can you just take a little CTE for the team? <laughs> take a little can CTE. you just take a little CTE oh, for the team? We'll pay you good. So the next fight we have on there is Amanda Nunes versus Felicia Spencer for the women's featherweight mm. title. Yes. I love this fight. Uh, but Felicia Spencer is going to get demolished. Yeah, Felicia Spencer should start digging that grave now. Yeah, pretty much. Because Amanda Nunes is going to lay her very gently after she d- just kills Not her. Not very gently. She's going <laughs> to slam her to with the that, canvas. With that beautiful accent of hers, her, she's going to lay her down. You know, you go good night, sweet angel. You go good night, sweet angel. I'm going to have to put you to sleep. Yeah, and then she's going to go take care of her pregnant wife. Oh, <laughs> at what point does the UFC just let Amanda Nunes go because it's too expensive to get fighters to fight her? <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, uh, yeah, we so we're gonna set you up for a title shot against Amanda Nunes. They're like, uh, maybe make, maybe put me up against like the the number two or the number three fighter. You know, I, I think I need a tune up fight. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, I don't want to fight her. I'm scared of her. <laughs> we'll pay like, two million. We'll pay three I million. How they made the featherweight division <clears throat> just for Cyborg. And then Amanda Nunes was like, hold on, you made the division for her? Nah, son, this is mine. Yeah, a Nunes is... Dude, a Nunes is just... like She's a different animal. She's a unicorn. Like, I, sh- Listen, people go, she's one of the badass, most badass female fighters. No, she's one of the most badass fighters. There, oh, yeah, there for are sure. tons of male fighters that I know for a fact. I mean, Amanda Nunes would just fucking demolished and i'm not talking about people that aren't ranked i'm talking like top 10 contenders that man nunez would just be like yeah i'm going to kick you in the face now bye bro put her against triple c amanda nunez wins oh my god well i uh, yeah but amanda nunez wins because she's probably like 50 pounds heavier she's probably they eight in the same division eight feet taller oh fuck they do she's probably eight feet taller though man nunez looks tall how tall is man nunez let's see and I didn't mean I didn't mean the fifty pounds in in like a she's fat. I meant like fifty pounds of fucking muscle. Oh yeah, for sure. And I like while I said like I like this fight. I wish Megan Anderson had the fight instead of Felicia Spencer uh-huh. because she can give Nunez more trouble than Spencer can because okay. Felicia Spencer is a wrestler. Nunez is five eight. Cejudo is five four. My money. I would put every. <laughs> scent of my money on Nunez. Nunez. Oh, I would too. Nunez. 100%. Not only would Nunez like Nunez is like Suhudo is like that that adventurer coming onto the Amazon island for the first time. Boy, how is he about to get a surprise? Would you say he's going on Fight Island? I'd say he's going to get fucking wrecked Island. But but yeah, uh, Felicia Spencer's a wrestler. Megan Anderson is a six foot tall, lengthy striker. 
with insane power. I think the only person at this point, <laughs> the, <laughs> the only person at this point who can beat Amanda Nunes, and there's absolutely no way it would happen because she's so chock full of testosterone, is Gabby Garcia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the, the only I part, haven't heard that name in years. The only oh person taking down Amanda Nunes is a fucking bull testicle testosterone roided out gabby garcia coming in at 6'2 and 200 plus pounds remember when she fought like a like a 60 year old woman bro remember when she's fought like they've never put her against another opponent who's more than like 5'4 no there was what was it the fight that she came in like 80 pounds overweight and they still let her fight bro. and she destroyed it that was poor insane. girl and then she's over there like i just want to apologize to the japanese people you know i i really love you guys thank you so much for the opportunity to fight and i'm like oh she demolished it was insane the japanese were like uh she's 80 pounds overweight uh what's your fucking point we came here to watch her kill someone one of our I own mean, also Japan was like, what can we do? This is Godzilla. We cannot stop her. The people want to see Gabby Garcia kill people. And that's what they're going to get. <laughs> right? But yeah, she, Gabby Garcia is really the only one that I think that, that could ever give Nunez a chance. And even then, I see Nunez just coming in and fucking getting... That fight would never happen, nor would it ever get sanctioned. <laughs> Dude, Ga so Gabby Nunez... Nunez will probably retire <laughs> Gabby Nunez belongs in the light heavyweight division. Like... <laughs> No, she belongs in the heavyweights. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I, I love the picture when you Google her. It's just, just every fucking muscle in her body roided out to the max. Yeah, it's insane. But speaking of heavyweights, the next fight is one that'll get you real hyped. Okay. Francis Ngannou versus Jarinzo Rosenstruik. Spell, spell Jarinzo whatever. I'm just going to spell the last name. Yeah, give it to me. R O Z E N S T R U I K. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is the guy he wanted him. He he. So I thought, yeah. you know what's funny is that I watched his uh, after fight interview and I honestly thought that was Derek uh, Derek Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way that was Derek. I Lewis. was like, why does Derek Lewis want to want a rematch at standing around doing nothing with uh with Ngannou? I would, I would never watch that fight again uh no yeah but this guy 100 can we agree this guy like looks he's Derek lewis 2.0 i mean less thick but no yeah this guy this is the dude who who said uh hey alistair nice lip you got there be a shame if someone yeah. rearranged it and overing was winning that fight <laughs> until like the last 20 seconds how does it how real quick tangent how in God's great earth can Alistair Overeem still throw out a coherent sentence? His brain should be so riddled with CTE, he should be pulling Aaron Hernandez uh, type shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I've questioned that. But an interesting thing about Overeem, and then I'll mention the final fight, which is going to get you super hyped. Uh -huh. Look up how Overeem looked when he fought middleweight in Pride. Okay, I'll look at it right now. That man is a heavyweight and fought at 185 pounds. Fought at 185 pounds? In pride, yeah. I'm looking at a picture of him younger, and he was a lot leaner. Holy shit. Yeah. He's from uh, Sweden, then, right? I think so. Okay. Or the Netherlands, somewhere in Europe. Dude, Overeem's one of the prettiest dudes in the world. Like, this man could have, like, went Luke Rockhold and just had a fucking modeling career if he wanted. Overeem also took all the steroids. Uh -huh. Yep. Then got busted. He's still Overeem. He's still Overeem. Yeah, I was gonna say he's, Uber, he's a Uberim. One of my favorite things is when is when Rogan and them talk about Uberim. <laughs> oh, dude, it's the best. But the next fight, Donald Cowboy Cerrone, okay, versus Anthony Pettis. Oh, uh, tell me that's not a highlight waiting to happen. That is a highlight for Anthony Pettis. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> that's a showtime. We're gonna get another. Right we're to gonna get. Face. We're gonna get another Pettis highlight. That's funny. But like, one of two things is gonna happen: either Pettis is gonna get a flashy knockout, yeah. or Cowboy's gonna grind the hell out. Of him. I, th I, I think one of the two knocked the other one out. I don't think it'll grind on. Those two are pretty, uh, like. If Cowboy wins, it'll be a late TKO. Let's just after the the McGregor fight. I just man, like 
we I I think well, we get a new cowboy. I think Cowboy probably lost the fight and was like, "Fuck," because we all know Cowboy. I don't think so. Cowboy doesn't like to lose. Um, here's why I don't think okay. so. Cowboy, and I say this with all the respect in the world about Cowboy. Mm. I love Cowboy, one of the most entertaining fighters in the UFC. He always loses when the lights shine on him. He lost multiple title shots. He lost just, well, actually, I think he only had one title shot. He lost multiple number one contender Mm -hmm. shots. He lost to Jorge Masvidal when he was one fight away from a title shot at welterweight. Then McGregor, like every time the bright lights are on, Cowboy chokes. When it's not that, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, he can't handle that pressure. He just goes. I don't think it's that he can't handle it. I, I, it's a different vibe, man. Yeah, that's all I think it is. It's just a different vibe, and you get a different cowboy out of it because I think he goes from I don't give a fuck to, oh, what can this do to my career if I win this? And he just starts second. Well, I guess his own head about it. I think I so. That. I really do. So I think we're going to see prime cowboy versus an Anthony Pettis that we can all agree is far from his prime. Yeah, all the injuries like that like, broken hand he got and everything. I think he still, I think he still has it in him, but he just doesn't have the the longevity per fight in him. Yes, <clears throat> I, I think agree. he still has that that he, will and that creativity that he had that he's always had. But it's just like his body. I mean, obviously he's older, and it, it happens. We've seen it happen to every like. He's not that I, old yeah. though, man. That's what <clears throat> I don't how, get. How he? He's becoming fragile. <clears throat> Sorry. I, I think he's like 33. Still, I mean, yeah, that should be prime, I guess. But man, when you're coming up against all these younger dudes who are, you know, learning this shit even earlier, it's just, you know, the fight yeah. world will catch up to you eventually. Damn if I didn't hit it on the head. He's 33. That's... But yeah. So <clears throat> now I mentioned earlier that we're going yes, full circle. Bring me the full circle. So I got to talk about yes, John please. Jones. And. I know I've talked about him until I'm mm-hmm. blue in the face. So this time I just have to ask you with everything going on and his recent punishments or lack thereof because of a pandemic, what, what do you think of the situation? And more importantly, what's going to cause him to get his shit straight? Because we all mm-hmm. thought rock bottom was when he got that DUI for hitting the pregnant lady running back to grab his money and drugs and then running I think again. there's something me- something medically wrong with him. Like a, a legitimately mm-hmm. like I think he needs to not only go to a psychiatrist, I think he needs to be evaluated by a fucking multiple doctors and figure out what they need to do to balance him out cuz uh cuz there's something yeah. there's something wrong with that man's brain. Um like almost kind of like on the Aaron Hernandez level, there's no like his impulse like his impulse thinking and what he does, like it just seems so crazy. It's so, I feel like it's not oh, John Jones has been great for a year. I feel like, Oh, John Jones has been great at hiding the dumb shit. He's been doing for a year. Um, yes. I, and you know, I think a little bit too comes to his entourage. I think that someone needs to hire two dudes that are always with him and that can actually out muscle him. <laughs> he at the very minimum needs to hire a driver. I mean, like, I think that 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 entourage is a driver's included in this package, <laughs> but uh, yeah, either that or his family needs to get get together and you know give him an intervention and stop doing this fucking oh well if it's God's will bullshit because uh like I, I think that that's a little bit of a too a little bit of a too he's really religious and and I think medically he there's some there's an imbalance or something there and and he needs to he needs to seek help man because it's gotten to the point where like. It's it's just like watching a train wreck, and and I the first couple of times it happened, okay, I was like, oh fuck, John Jones. It's just sad now, man. It's sad. This man, yeah, it, this man is sure one is. of the greatest fighters to ever grace. Well, first off, the octagon, but second, I would just say the fighting world in general. And he's so young, yes. and he's so talented, and it's like to watch someone's decline over and over and over again in the public eye and videos of it, like. Yeah, man. Like maybe it's he needs to step away from the sport and just get his shit right. Like Dr. Drew on the fighter and the kid was saying something really smart about it. They were like, he needs to go. Yeah, 
I recommended that yeah, episode. Yeah, to you, like by two the way. years. They were like, <laughs> he needs to go seek help and like rehabilitation for like two years. Not stay away from the fight, fight for, sport yeah. for two years. Like, I think Dr. Drew's right. I think it's like, you got to figure your shit out, man. Vacate that belt and go get good because you, at this rate, it doesn't matter if you're John Jones. At some point, they're going to be like, we're sending you to prison. We're just, we're done with you. Oh, no. Legit, the, <clears throat> when he had the hit and run incident, the judge was like, if I ever see you again, I'm giving you the fullest punishment yeah. I can. The only reason he didn't go to jail now is because the fact that courts aren't really operating. Therefore, <clears throat> the American right to a speedy trial is waived. Yeah. So they were like, let's just settle this with four days <laughs> and a lot arrest, of money, community service and, and a, a lot fine. of money. I don't even think it was that much money. Honestly, I think it was like two or three grand for him. Oh, that's, that's nothing. Nothing. He wipes his ass with that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But I agree with you. He needs to take some time away. Like something that was super interesting to me is before other fights, he would say he stopped drinking and he would go into like outpatient rehabs for 30 days yeah. before a fight. And I'm like, Someone who and then claims he doesn't have a problem just says that it helps him and like no, center his mind. Someone that doesn't have a problem wouldn't check themselves into a rehab. Like that's not how that problems. works. There's something legitimately he, wrong with his mind. Yeah. Like, and I don't think it's CTE. It it like people can blame that all they want, and that's the first thing that's gonna be blamed. It when god forbid something happens that john jones does exactly i would, where put, this I, is I would put money on it though that cte is part of the problem now is it the whole problem i think cte amplifies yeah. I, i'm not saying yeah you're right i should probably specify i don't think it's the whole problem but i think it helps to add to it because yeah granted when he's fought in the octagon i mean was it gus johnson or whatever gus uh yeah gus that wild fucking swedish name um such like, a good yeah, fight. he put him and he got some good hits on him. But like inside the octagon, John Jones doesn't get hit in the head a whole lot. Well, he does more recently now because he's getting older. I was about to but, say. I mean, we don't see we don't he see what happens now. when he's sparring. Who's knocked him out in sparring? How many times has he been knocked out in sparring? How many times has he been hit in the head during sparring? I have a feeling <clears throat> no one's knocked him out in sparring. And he doesn't get hit in the head much in sparring. For one reason, there are multiple reports, Donald Cerrone and Diego Sanchez being a few, that have said Jackson Wink has become John Jones, John Jones and Wink. I not Wink, John Jones and well, Greg hell Jackson. yeah, that's their money. That's they their money ticket. The that's their mill ticket right there. I mean, yeah, but they can't do that. Like they, if they want to do that, they just need to shut down and become just his head coach or go like a Freddie Roach aspect where you only take on a little amount of fighters and give them a hundred percent of your attention. Now that works. Freddie Roach is one of the best boxing coaches yes. of all time. Even trained GSP trained Aaron Pico phenomenal coach, but that doesn't work in a Greg Jackson, like in a Jackson yeah. Winks scenario. At least in my opinion. But I agree. He needs to take some time away from the sport, get his mind straight. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't even be mad if he just didn't come back. Although that would be a shame for the MMA community because of his greatness. If that <clears throat> meant that John Jones as a person is doing well mentally and is away from drugs. Yeah, he needs – you think he would have already hit rock bottom. Like what's rock bottom for John Jones now that you think about it? Like, <laughs> honestly, at this point, I think his rock bottom is hurting himself or someone else to the point that they're in grave I, danger. I think his rock bottom will be, he kills someone on accident. That was kind of what I was. I really honestly say. think that it's either that or he kills but himself. Yes. Oh. I agree. <clears throat> And so we're going to go ahead and move on to 
a less darker note, but also mm-hmm. has to do with John Jones, and it's a little bit funnier. <laughs> last week, Israel Adesanya, the last style bender, the greatest troll mixed martial out, arts right? has ever seen <laughs> in kickboxing. But we're going to talk about that because you saw that tweet mm-hmm. John Jones sent then. Okay, <laughs> that's exactly what we're talking about. Tweeted at John Jones saying, hey, pussy, you still there? Which is the exact same thing Jones said to Daniel Cormier live on a Fox Sports <laughs> interview. Well, John responded with a tweet saying, wasting all that good oxygen, someone wake this bitch up and change Ow. his tampon. Posting a picture of Stylebender knocked out from his kickboxing days. Um. Stylebender clapped back in the best mm-hmm. way possible. He screen capped the deleted tweet <laughs> and said, I've been KO'd once and never made that mistake again. How many times you've been arrested? How many times you pissed hot? How many times you had your belt taken off you? You never learn, you pulsing eco <laughs> pussy. <laughs> John, you remember when John Jones was the best internet like fighter troll, and then Israel Adesanya comes out of nowhere and takes it to the next fucking level, bro. It's the best. Like, if anyone listening to this doesn't follow Israel Adesanya on Twitter, fix that right now, and then go file, uh, go follow Darren Till on Instagram. Because both of these motherfuckers are hilarious. But, yeah. I just... There's nothing to really ask it's, about it's this. Hilarious. It's just You funny. don't... Dude, Adesanya is so beloved that he made a Twin, he made a twin Towers really joke is. and it just was like, oh, man, don't do that. Okay, we're good. <laughs> like, There were like 10 people that hated it and other people gotta, were like, uh, okay, understand. it wasn't the best. Not only did but, he make right. that joke, but let's face it. America's not really good with foreigners. A black foreigner made a Twin Towers joke, and nobody gave two shits. That's how loved Israel Adesanya is. No. He is the second biggest star But it's star just wild. Like, anybody else would have said that? Like, they would have been like, oh, man, dude, Fox News would have been, been on canceled. it. But Israel Adesanya is so loved. And Bro, I'm one of those sure. people, I was like, oh, man, it was just a silly little joke. Uh, you know, it, it's just a ill-timed joke. And even he said he was like, too soon? Sorry about that. And he he apologized. Like, <laughs> But you could see in his face when he yeah. said it, he was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He's I like, think that's why a lot of people were thought. like, uh, it is what it is. Is because, like, immediately you can see in his eyes, like, ah, oh, fuck. And he even said, he's like, listen, when I'm trolling, some yeah. of that shit comes out, you know, I apologize. Yeah. So, speaking of now the mm-hmm. biggest star in MMA, oh, man. Conor McGregor. Oh, <laughs> Conor McGregor has been going insane on Twitter, and I'm sure you've seen his conversations about coronavirus and Ireland's response, or what he believes a mm-hmm. lack of response, claiming they need to close all ports complete shutdowns of absolutely everything down to like stores. People cannot go out contacting elected officials, telling them to shut absolutely everything down down to having Twitter arguments with customer support of one of the ports saying that a hundred people coming into the country in one day is too much. They shouldn't even allow one if it's essential. Then he finds out the guy who was, the company's account, like their customer support account, and blasts his Twitter info out there. Which, in my mind, I'm like, Connor, you can't do that. Millions of people are seeing this. Like, yeah, it must be nice to be that cool. rich to where you don't have to worry about a goddamn right? single thing. Like, Connor, Ireland is an island. It's an island. People, no, people well, it's not just in. people like, Goods need to come in to keep that island running. Exports. Like, come yeah. on. Now, granted, so, the trek isn't as great as, as it is for, like, Hawaii. But, like, yeah. shit needs to come in still. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, it must be must be so nice what, to you be that fucking it? rich where you don't have to worry about that shit. And you can spend all your time on fucking Twitter and your Gucci underwear fucking tweeting at people and being a dick. Like, come on. <laughs> get out of here. 
but the big thing here is is Connor right? He's, he's or paranoid. Is he just he's paranoid. not right because people still have to come in on those ships in order to put those goods. And I guess agree. what? They have to take those goods off that boat. So regardless, people are going to be coming in. Now, now, big fuck you, Connor McGregor, on that shit. Because what if it's somebody just trying to get home? Maybe they were stuck in England for the last month and they're like, fuck, I'm finally getting home to my family to make sure they're okay. I think he can understand that. He's a family man, right? Yeah. Or maybe it's someone who lives in Ireland or and works as a nurse in the UK because they're still allowed Dana free travel. Dana White, call, call your dog. That's a thing. Tell him to fucking... And I don't mean dog as in, like, friend. I mean, call your dog. Put that bitch on a leash. Dana... Conor McGregor is the one person in the UFC that Dana White... It's so crazy. Like, it's just a crazy thing to fucking... Like... Go go ham on. He is... The only person in the UFC that is more powerful than the sport. Which blows my mind. I love Conor McGregor. Mm -hmm. I am a huge fan. Hell, he is the yeah. lock screen Wait, I thought, on my phone. I thought it was me. But he is way off. Lied no. Me. No. <laughs> mm. No, you're, you're the home I, screen. Because I'm because in my heart, you're my home too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> God damn it. So move on. I'm gonna go ahead and move on on this one. Mm -hmm. Our final topic, which I know neither of us are really big on WWE, but we yes. both love some Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey recently was on Steve-O's Wild Ride podcast and had a couple things to say. He, She said, what am I doing it for if I'm not able to spend time and energy on my family, but instead spending my time and energy on a bunch of fucking ungrateful fans that don't even appreciate me? But at the end of the day, I was like, fuck these fans, dude. My family loves me. They appreciate me. I want all of my energy to go to them. I had such a great time. I love all the girls in the locker room. Running out there and having fake fights for fun is just the best thing. I love choreography. I love acting. I love theater. Live theater and some of the last forms of live theater. This pissed off a lot of people. WWE fans, yeah. even some wrestlers, especially some wrestlers. Uh, what are your takes on that comment? And then I'll get to first her off. Wrestling. I want to throw a quick shout out to uh, the pop culturist, the, the young and the wrestler podcast. Go for it. Um, they're the reason why I even know what's happening with this stuff. Cause I've been watching uh, when they live stream their podcast uh, at uh, twitch.tv, uh, the pop culturist. Um, you know, she's kind of right, yeah. man. Like in a sense, like, Listen, the wrestling fans are a whole different breed of fan. They really are. They really are. Bro, dude, I've seen them. And, oh my and god. If you it's crazy. Are the heel? The wrestling fans are going to hate you even if they know it's fake. So, and that's what she is. She's basically yeah. been the heel, right? And that's the word they hate. Yeah. That's like their F word. Like just they're like do I whatever you that, want. That just she don't probably say thought she was going to come in. She was going to play the heel for a hot minute. And they're going to give her some sort of redemption arc, and then she's going. To, everyone's going to love her, but it's not going that way, and she's probably just fed up of it. I don't. I don't think that's the case because Rhonda doesn't care if people like her. She came in being well liked, and then was like, "You know what? Fuck this. I'ma just be, mm -hmm. just be a bitch about it." Like, and honestly, she's getting a reaction from people. As a wrestler, yeah, isn't that her she's, doing that, her she's job? She's garnering the hype. And... Yeah, even if she doesn't come back, she's talking about the business and keeping her name relevant in it. That That's her doing exactly what she wants. Like, And because of that, let me pull up, instead of just her response... Uh, one Twitter response I saw from a wrestler, Nia Jax, who mm. I have no clue who this is at all, but she said something kind of crazy about mm -hmm. the whole Ronda situation. She said, <laughs> if I can ever find it, 
Oh, Twitter. Why do you make it so hard to find stuff? There it is. She said, I can't wait for Ronda to one day return to WWE. Even if WWE orders me to make Ronda look good in the ring, which is the only way for Ronda to look good in the ring with me, I'll risk my job to go down in history as the one from this business who knocked her the fuck out. That's who again? Hashtag test me, bitch. If I remember correctly, Nia Nia Jax has a history of hurting people in the ring. And it's gotten to a point where it no longer seems like an accident. So, I believe if okay. I'm talking about, you know what? We'll have Jim from the pop culturist, the, the young and the wrestling um, on, on the dad's beards nerds prime podcast. And we'll ask uh-huh. her about this, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm so pretty sure Nia Jax though, has, she's hurt. <laughs> like it's, she's notorious for hurting people in the ring, like legitimately hurting people on quote unquote accident. So the okay. fact that she said, Oh, I'll risk my job and hurt you. Like, I think a, a lot of people in the wrestling community were like, you already do that to people, though. So, <laughs> yeah, most people, most wrestlers took problem with her using the word fake. So Rhonda had a response, mm-hmm. which I thought was perfect. She said, anyone who is outraged by me calling pro wrestling fake fights for fun has never been in a yeah. real fight. True. While you all are tiptoeing around bruising some pro wrestlers, huge soft egos. No one is thinking about the real fighters you're insulting when pretending pro wrestling is somehow on the same level level of realism. Yes, I understand wrestling 300 days a year for years on end is incredibly tough on the body and a difficult profession. But you know what would happen if you got in a in 300 real fights a year? You would be dead. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be pretty messed up. Yeah. I mean, she's not wrong. Also true. <laughs> yeah. She's not at all. Like, could she have gone about like saying stuff probably a little bit differently? I was about to say that's not yeah, what Ronda that's not Rousey Ronda. does. Rhonda has always been blunt. Rhonda has always said what she's gonna say and doesn't care who it affects, who it hurts, which is part of the reason why Rhonda has been so successful, not only in the Olympics. Not only in the UFC, in the WWE as well. She was the woman who brought UFC to, I mean, who brought women's MMA to the UFC after Dana yeah. White said they will never come. She was the one who broke that barrier and made it more mainstream. She was the one who put eyes, more eyes on WWE than any wrestler in that I, business I don't know about could that. have. I don't know about that. Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, Period. The Rock. John Cena, like anytime those guys go back, like the eyes are on there. But I would say for a, a beginner wrestler coming in, then yes. <clears throat> Wait, are you um, just saying from, here's from bringing uh, with you fans from a different perspective into it? Okay. Just bringing fans in. Okay. Period. You know what? You know, like, I, I, I think that fans back. in. That's fair. I, that's fair. She also had the gigantic female yeah. audience. We should take- that was a thing. Most pro wrestling fans are just um, dudes. I can't wait it's for the fact. WWE to announce their new wrestler, uh, the Tate Killer. Uh, she's a she's a luchador style wrestler wearing a mask. <laughs> Who could she oh, be? God. Nobody know knows. Mason Tate. Mason Tate. Oh, bless me. Thank you. <laughs> You know, Vince McMahon that does feel like hilarious. that. And I just see like, all right, uh, Vince McMahon comes like, Ronda's in, in, in the ring, like to do her, you know, her walkout. She's in the ring. She's like, yeah. And then like, and then like the music starts playing and like music starts playing for who she was supposed to fight. And then it all cuts out and Vince McMahon walks out in this strut. And he's like, <laughs> you know, Ronda, the comments you've been making, I don't really agree with lately. So I thought I'd bring in a guest wrestler. And he goes, Misha. Come on out. And here comes fucking Misha Tate. Do we really need Ronda what, to beat her yeah, in but, another but sport? Can you imagine the fucking hype on Sorry, that shit, George. though? Like, that would be the most baller hype move in any sport ever. Can you imagine if, like, <laughs> what would happen at an old fo- – or what, what would happen at some, like, speech? Like, like Holyfield's being brought into the uh, Boxing Hall of Fame, and they're like, 
you know what? Come on out, Tyson. Tyson runs out and starts boxing him. You know, like, <laughs> like, but here's the thing: there would be no stopping. But how fucking how dope would that be? Take. I mean, I mean, it would definitely be scripted. Ronda Rousey would definitely it. know about it because yes. There's no, yeah, like you said, <laughs> Rousey would be like, I don't have gloves on. I'm going to kill you. You're all going to see me kill Misha Tate for the last time. Yeah. For real. So, <laughs> so okay. actually, I lied. There's one more topic. Speaking of WWE, guess who's saying that they're planning on going Donald into Trump. the WWE next year? <laughs> no, he's already in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, put him in. He's got, the, he's got the perfect attitude for it. <clears throat> he does? Yo, he lost <laughs> he his edge. have to censor himself massively? I think we can all agree he lost his edge. T- a, a roided out TJ Dillashaw, or a picogrammed out TJ Dillashaw just took what, what was left of that edge from both those times, so. <clears throat> TJ? Oh, uh, who'd you You're say? You're thinking of Kobe, Cody Garbrandt. Oh my Colby. Fuck. Yeah, you're right. Colby Covington. <laughs> I just edit that out. <laughs> no. Leave it in, please. I like people to, to know nope. how little I know and how much I hundred percent leave it in. Uh, no, Colby Covington is the perfect person to go in there. They're gonna make him some like American themed fighter. He's gonna be real big on Trump. At some point they're gonna get Trump in there because that'll be fucking genius. It'll probably have to be after Dude, Trump would be like, Hello, Kobe. Oh god, he would Huge. do it. Best wrestler, great friend. Now, I'm not saying that <laughs> Kurt Angle is bad, not great, not good. He's okay. But I'm just saying that Kobe Covington, he's the dream, the American nightmare. Look at his hats. He says, make America great again. He's huge. <laughs> God damn it, Anthony. <laughs> like, Kobe Covington, in all aspects of mixed martial arts, he's a great fighter. But he is a farce. He is the worst uh-huh. black eye on the sport other than John Jones. Like, it's just like, Colby, shut up. Which is why he's going to be a great wrestler. And either fight or go away. What but if he's, he's not does... even going to be a wrestler, though? For what sure. He ends up being like, like, like the hype ev- man that comes out with someone? Like, everything. That'd be pretty dope. I don't oh, wait, hold on a second. Christopher Walken, you want in on this? Yeah. Hello, I'm Christopher Walken. Kobe Covington is going to go in the air and fight his pants off. Like, I lost it. I lost it. I lost it. (laughs) For the record, everyone, I didn't plan this at all. Like, we've been going off the rails most of this time. So I had no clue. I feel like I held that one down pretty well. The walk in could have been better. The walk in could have been better. You did pretty good. But I think Colby, everything that's wrong with Colby in the UFC is what would make him successful. Oh, 100%. Yes, I agree. The WWE. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. As long as he could censor himself. Like, if you watch his... If you watch Brendan Schaub's Food Truck Diaries with Colby Covington on it, (laughs) he had two girls behind him. How amazing was Schaub on on, uh, Rogan talking about that, where he was like, can I get a back massage? And the girl's like, fuck you. (laughs) You're right. <laughs> like, and he was trying you know, to get Colby to break. Kobe character. broke like, character just nope. for like a moment, and we did get to see like, well, I mean, I, I would say a couple of moments he to did. get to see who the real Kobe Covington. You know, we got to hear him talk about, and it felt genuine. But yeah, like he came in with that character, and Shab did do a really good job of of getting him vulnerable at times, and, and like being like, "Come on, man, this is a character, right? Come on, just just be you, bro." <laughs> No, no, he he's Colby he was not he was what, right in the middle of he was going to be fighting Usman soon, so he kind of was stuck, stuck in that character. So, but no, yeah, his antics bit. and the way he thinks are are gonna like carry over to the WWE perfectly. I think that yeah, that's that's a a perfect fit for him for sure. And I think that. They may try to get him as like the next Kurt Angle, like this all-American wrestler type guy. Um, or th- they'll throw some sort of American theme on him for sure. Uh, and maybe even he'll wear that MAGA hat. I'm pretty yes. sure if he goes over there, he's gonna want to wear that MAGA hat. So they'll, they'll he's gonna be a heel though. He's gonna be a I, heel though. No, no I why, don't think why not? Let him. let him wear that. 
I no, I think they'll make him like they'll have him wear hats. You let him wear that hat, you're gonna get so many people coming to the uh, coming on over to the like to the WWE just to watch him. Like they that hat's so hated, and you bring him in. And you're gonna bring in, you're gonna get even more viewers of people just want to see his ass kick. Let him win yeah. for like three, four, five matches. Maybe even let him win a belt, and then have someone come in who's like the like the immigrant mentality wrestler who's just a badass and come in and just fucking wreck him. Maybe The Rock comes in and takes that belt back. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and just like slaps just goes, him or some shut shit. Up, I don't know, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. But you can find so me Anthony, on all social media at Dabob Plays. Uh, I stream on Twitch. Obviously, that's still Dabob Plays. So, uh, and then also check out mine and Tommy's other podcast, Dad's Beards Nerds. But for the most part, what I want you to do is I want you to go out after you've listened to this and tell 10 friends about fighting words and about how awesome it is. And uh, just just be awesome. And, and thanks for having me on, Tommy. I appreciate it, man. Love what you're doing. I appreciate you coming on. Love you, bro. Like I said, I wouldn't be. I here think eventually you. you would have. You would have and that's found your way to this. We're both kind of funny best friends, and and watching them do it kind of gets you inspired. I think that we just helped give you the push that you needed. And that's possible, but that's everything for now. Thanks everyone for listening. You can find the podcast at Anchor.fm/slash/fighting-words or on all podcast services. On Twitter at FightWordsPod. My personal Twitter Nightwing593. You can support the podcast with a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month. That would get you producer credit in the show notes by going to anchor.fm slash fighting dash words. Until Huge. next time, I'm Tommy, joined by Anthony, <laughs> and these are fighting.